ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونتوب اليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله وامينه على وحيه ومبلغ الناس شرعه فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اما بعد اتقوا الله تعالى واحذروا من الشيطان وكيده تعوذوا بالله من همزاته ووساوسه واعلموا ان الشيطان لكم عدو فاتخذوه عدوا واعلموا ان الشيطان يدعو حزبه ليكون من اصحاب السعير وقد امرنا الله جل وعلا بالتعوذ من هذه عدو والالتجاء الى الله عز وجل my beloved brothers and sisters in islam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded each and every believer to seek refuge in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from shaitan who is an open enemy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَإِمَّا يَنْزَغَنَّكَ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ نَزْغُمْ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ And if an evil whisper from shaitan tries to turn you away from doing good, then seek refuge in Allah subhanahu وتعالى فانديد الله سبحانه وتعالى هو السميع العليم that indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the all year and the all knower Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وقل and say ربي my lord اعوذ بك من همزات الشيطان that O oh Allah, O oh my Lord, I seek refuge with you from the whisperings, yani suggestions of the shayateen, of the devils. And in the next verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَأَعُوذُ بِكَ And I seek refuge with you, Rabbi my Lord, from أَيْ يَحْضُرُونَ that lest they may attend or come near to me. So here we see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He encourages the believing males and females to seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's protection from shaitan and the whispers of shaitan, for indeed shaitan is an open enemy. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Indeed of the most evil matters in our times today is indeed many Muslims 
and indeed it is their weakness in their Islam. And because of this weakness that many of our brothers and sisters find themselves in, has led me to speak about a very important topic. A topic that has been existing from the time of before Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. A topic that has come through various generations of Anbiya as well. And a topic which is quite widespread in our community. And this is indeed the topic of magic. So some people, they take this topic quite lightly. Some people, they take this topic as it's just merely some illusions with some cards or some hand tricks or whatever it might be. But let us look at the reality of magic. My beloved brothers in Islam, we find today that many weak Muslims, they involve themselves in all sorts of filth and un-Islamic practices. Whether they get this by just reading it on the internet, or whether they watch it in certain television programs, certain series, certain movies, whatever it might be. But it is through mediums like this that it has crept into the Muslim community. And this evil effects, it challenges the core values of Islam. This effects, it challenges the belief system of a Muslim. As we will see a bit later, when you look at this definition of magic and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what he says about this, then you will see that it affects the very core of our belief. So what is the definition of magic? According to the ulama, they say that it is Yani it is knots. Uqadun. And it is blowing. Nafthun. And it is writing on papers. Or it is making ta'weed, yani amulets. Or as we know in Cape Town as ta'weez. Right? With a Z. And it is also a contract so magic it is a contract it is an act a contract between the sahir between the magician and shaitan this magician the sahir or maybe to make it quite close to home right our people our community we use the word the dukum Right, so maybe some people, they might understand this word a bit better. So, this magician or the dukum or the sahir, he agrees to do something for the shaitan. 
And in return the shaitan agrees to do something for this magician or the sahir or the tukum. This, my beloved brothers in Islam, is the essence of the definition of magic. So it is shaitan. It is a contract between shaitan and the sahir and the magician. And the one he helps, the other, وَنَعُوذُ billah. And then, thumma, and then we find that there are different levels of this magic that can affect people. From the most highest level which is, or which will lead to, death. Under that, sickness, marad. Under that, يُفَرِّقُ بَيْنَ الْمَرْءِ وَزَوْجِهِ That they come and they separate between the husband and the wife. And there are many more things that these spells that are casted, that these magicians do unto people. The next important point, and this is a point that is a link between us that believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is that no benefit or no harm will take place except with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَا هُمْ بِضَارِّينَ بِهِ مِنْ أَحَدٍ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, but they could not thus harm anyone except by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers in Islam, these criminals, right? this is in essence what they are. They are criminals. They are mujrimun. They take advantage of ignorant Muslims. And those who are suffering from certain conditions, and certain needs. And many Muslims and people at large, they are going through certain difficulties in life. There is no single person that can say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not tested me in something. Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that indeed and most definitely we will test you wala nablu wannakum bi shay'in wa something min al-khawf of fear wal ju' and hunger and some people they will lose family members some people they will become sick some people they will lose money in their business but every single person whether he believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether he disbelieves in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will go through some form of test in this dunya. This is the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned that the people that were suffered the most or were given the most trials were who? Were the anbiya. They were the best of people. So what about myself and yourselves? And so these magicians, they know and they thrive on people's difficulties. 
They thrive on people's weakness. They thrive on people's sickness. So you might be thinking, a magician? That sounds a bit far-fetched. But as this khutbah goes, you will realize that these people, they walk in our myths. So yes, my beloved brothers in Islam, a magician, a sahir, a dukum, he might give some sort of relief. According to the patient, there's some sort of ease. But in fact, he causes more harm than benefit. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَلَا يُفْلِحُ السَّاحِرُ حَيْثُ أَتَى And the magician, right, the sahir, will never be successful, no matter whatever amount of skill he may attain. He can be the strongest sahir. He can be the greatest magician. But if the muwahid and the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes and he starts reciting Surah Al-Fatiha and he starts reciting verses of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it might take a day, it might take a month, it might take a year but bi ta'ala by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that magic will be destroyed. This again is the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَقُلْ جَاءَ الْحَقِّ وَزَهَقَ الْبَاطِلِ إِنَّ الْبَاطِلَ كَانَ زَهُقًا This is a promise from Allah Azza wa And say, وَقُلْ جَاءَ الْحَقِّ That the truth has come. وَزَهَقَ الْبَاطِلِ And باطل is perished. For indeed باطل it perishes by its own nature. It has to perish. This is the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Indeed, the sahir and the magicians, they have disbelieved in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they have left the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A magician does not exist except that he is a disbeliever in Allah and he follows the way of shaitan. وَمَا يُعَلِّمَانِ مِنْ أَحَدٍ حَتَّى يَقُولَا إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ فِتْنَةٌ فَلَا تَكْفُرُ But neither of these two angels taught anyone such things till they had said that we are only for a trial so disbelieve not by learning magic from us. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says حَدُّ السَّاحِرِ That the punishment for the practitioner of magic is a darbu saif. It is the execution, a blow with a sword. And this is obviously in a Muslim country under the Sharia. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Ijtanibu saba'a al-mubiqat. He said that beware and take note of the seven major sins. And the, and the companions, they said, Ya Rasulullah, wama hun? O Messenger of Allah, and what are they? He said, Ashirku billahi was sihr. 
The first one he said is to ascribe partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he says, As-sihru, magic. ثُمَّ ذَكَرَ بَقِيَّةِ الْأُمُورِ سَبَعَ And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned the other five. So see that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what is the first thing he mentions? Ishirk billahi ta'ala. And this is the worst of operations. And immediately after that, he says, magic. So, the next point that comes up is the concept of learning magic. If a person learns magic in order to counteract magic or for any other purposes, then that is not permitted and in fact is something which nullifies one's Islam. Because it is not possible to learn it without falling into shirk billah. And that happens by worshipping the shayateen. By offering sacrifices to them, by making vows to them, by other kinds of worship and offering sacrifices to them and seeking to draw close to them with things that they love. And we know that the shayateen, that the devils, that they love filth, they love haram, they love anything that will bring one into the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some people are extremely lenient. And they are in such desperation. That when they think someone is afflicted with ain. Or jealousy. Or affliction in any other terms. Then what do they do? They run to certain people. They run to certain magicians. And yes, some of them don't know. But some of them know. As we will see later on, some of the signs of these evil people. And they will go there and they will seek assistance. And some of them might come in the garb of a beautiful thobe and a long beard and a nice colorful turban. And some of them will speak the sweetest of talks. But when you sit and when you speak to them, then they will tell you, you must slaughter three black chickens. Then they will tell you, you need to go to the sea and you need to put the chickens in the sea and you need to walk away. They will tell you all forms of things that is contrary to that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent down. Which is contrary to that teachings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said. That whomsoever goes to a fortune teller. Whomsoever goes to a soothsayer. So he goes there because he's inquisitive. He does not believe in this person. His salah is not accepted for. 40 days. And if he believes in this person, فَقَدْ كَفَرَ He has disbelief. These are not my words. These are the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he goes there because he's inquisitive. He just wants to see what's this all about. His salah is not accepted for 40 days. This is not a fit class. But he still needs to make salah. 
right? He still needs to make salah. We find there's a hadith in the Musnad of Imam Ahmad rahimallahu ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he was asked about Nashrati. So what is Nashrati? Nashrati is Hillu Sihr Anil Mashur. It is using Sihr, using magic on someone that is afflicted with magic. Fakala sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Min amali shaytan. This is the work of shaytan. So here we can see the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is warning his ummah. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled and think that you can use magic to beat magic. Wa na'udhu billah. And know my beloved brothers in Islam that it is wajib and it is compulsory on all of us believing males and females that we stick to the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَنْ يَعْتَصِمْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ هُدِيَ إِلَى صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ And whosoever holds firmly to Allah follows the Islam and follows the deen of Allah and obeys Allah that which He had ordered us to do, then indeed He is guided to the right path. And know my beloved brothers in Islam that we put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our focus. And when we ask, we ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says, and when my slave asks you, O Muhammad, about me, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ Then say that indeed I am close. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, يعني with his ilm, with his knowledge. أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ ذَا دَعَانِ And that indeed I answer the call of the caller. فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي And believe in me. لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ so that you may be guided to the straight path. أَقُولُ هَذَا قَوْلُ وَاسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَكُمْ وَلِسَائِرِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَنْبِ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمِ الحمد لله العظيم الإحسان واسع فضل وجود وامتنان وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى أو slaves of Allah سبحانه وتعالى these magicians they have certain signs and we should know some of them. And the reason for knowing this is not that we follow them. 
but that we know to stay away from them. As the poet says, I do not know about the wrong in order to do the wrong or to take part in the wrong, but I know about the wrong so that I can stay away from it. So, فَمِنْ عَلَامَاتِ sahir, And from the signs of the magician and the tukum are many. But the first one I would like to look at is that they will ask you to come with your name. They will ask you to come with your mother's name. Now in Islam we know every person is known as Muhammad ibn Fulan. Right? Muhammad the son of so and so. And he's always named after who? The father. So what do they do? They do the opposite. They ask you for your mother's name. And sometimes what they might do also, they might tell you that this has occurred to you and such and such a person has done this to you. And they might tell you that this is wrong and that is wrong. And like I mentioned, they will say that this person did that to you or this family member did this to you. Another important thing that they do and of these signs, they will give you amulets. They will give you ta'weez or ta'weez. When you open this, first of all, they tell you do not open it. But when you open it, you see scribbles. You see numbers. You see funny words. You see names of the shayateen. And you might see certain ayat, but what do they do? They jumble up the words. So, for arguments, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, maybe they put Rabbil Alameen at the start, or they mix up words in between. From these signs as well, and this is the last sign out of many because of time, they might tell you to come with a specific clothing or a certain type of clothing. They might tell you to only wear this clothing. They might tell you, like we mentioned earlier, to slaughter certain things, to do certain other things in the house. Billah. There are many other signs, but obviously time does not allow us. هذا وصلوا وسلموا رعاكم الله على محمد بن عبد الله 